Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. Hello, everyone. We are so happy you are here. We enjoy sharing and training and encouraging people to be courageous leaders wherever the good Lord plays mm -hmm. each one of us. Mm -hmm. For many of you that uh, listen to my podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan, or have seen the videos, or um, read the book, Saving My Assassin, you know that courageous leadership is important to me. And it's important to me because by the grace of God, I'm talking about courageous leadership from my own experience. And I love to invite people at our podcast that will exemplify and encourage you from their own mm. life to be a courageous leader. And today we have an example of a wonderful lady who is a courageous leader in her own place where the Lord placed her. Her name is Julie Nails. Uh, Julie, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our audience and our viewers. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. And Welcome to, to our place. Yes. And thank you for taking the time to encourage moms. Um, I think moms are often an unseen group out there that desperately need encouragement. So I appreciate it so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, my name is Julie Niels. I am the chief educator at the Niels Academy, which means I homeschool. Um, I spent several years working in media before that, but I have eight children, two who are with the Lord and six who I homeschool here. And I live in the Rocky Mountains and that's who I am. That is wonderful. Julie, please tell us, I know that you, before you had kids, um, mm -hmm. uh, during the time that you were just made, you um, became part of many organizations and you have done a wonderful work. Can you start uh, telling us from there mm -hmm. what kind of work you have done for those organizations? Sure. Um, I, I worked um, for Focus on the Family for seven years um, before I, I went home. And um, I worked in, in managing media relations, having to do with controversial social issues and policy issues. And it really was my dream job. I thoroughly enjoyed being on the front lines in that way and dealing with media. And I managed several media campaigns there related to uh, highly controversial issues. So uh, and so that's what I did for seven years. I loved it, really didn't want to leave, but um, felt the Lord calling me to a new assignment. So that was that's what I was doing. And uh, just it was, you know, you know, policy issues in Washington, D.C. And dealing with social issues that were um, in the headlines constantly and working with media to put the truth out there. And that's what I was doing. Okay. And you said uh, the Lord called you to another assignment. Can you tell us what was the assignment? 
Yes. When I got pregnant with our oldest um, 18 years ago, I just knew in my spirit that the Lord was wanting me to stay home. And it wasn't really something I had to pray about. I just knew it. And at that time, I was working many hours, um, you know, constantly working overtime. It was not a job that was something that I could do a little bit of this and a little bit of, of motherhood. And so I really just knew that the Lord was calling me to, to go home with her. And that was a challenge um, because my entire world at that up, up until that point really revolved around work. So that is what I did. And so I did it because I knew that the Lord was asking me to do that. And, um, and I did. So it's as, it's as simple and as complicated as that. And I, I would imagine a lot of mothers find themselves in that situation too. I believe so because I uh, raised my three kids as a single mom. Uh, I was forced that way. But I do remember when my kids were small, I used to believe that I would change diapers for the rest of my life, which is not true, <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's how you feel. like it. Up and from there, you when uh, the the time for them to go to school, you decided to homeschool them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yes. did, yes. And a lot of people have asked me, you know, are are you going to homeschool all the way through high school? And you know, my answer really is still the same. Just every year, you know, we ask the Lord, is this what we're supposed to be doing? Um, and so up until this point, um, my oldest is now a senior. And my littlest is five. So um, we have just kind of kept um, plugging along by the grace of God. And that is is what we have felt like he has um, just encouraged us to do at this point. And so every year we just, we put it before the Lord and say, are we supposed to be homeschooling again? And and so that's that has been our journey. So, but yes, your comment about feeling like you're going to be changing diapers for the rest of your life. Um, you know, with six and my littlest as five, I have felt like sometimes I have been, most of my life has been eaten up by changing diapers. And that's a reality for a lot of moms, you know, I mean, it is not for the rest of your life, but for the time period that it is, it certainly is intense. Um, what uh, to me, you were very courageous because you, by the time that you started with your first child to do homeschooling and you continue for so many years, uh-huh. life was different and resources for uh, homeschooling were different compared with what we have today. And I, I can see, I can hear that what you emphasize is it wasn't your decision. And even uh-huh. every single year is not your decision, but it's something that you ask the Lord and you receive confirmation that that's what the Lord wants you to do. Uh-huh. What would you say to young women that the culture does not help them? The culture yeah. tells them that if they have a position like you, uh, if they have a job that they are very good and they stay home, they are wasting their life. What would you yeah. say to them? 
Oh, my goodness. Um, I know where you're at. I would say the journey of motherhood has uncovered for me the fact that my identity really was in what I did. And that needed a lot of healing from the Lord. Um, So this can be an opportunity for God to uncover what is not in him and what needs to be in him. Scripture says, I am the vine and you are the branches and that we need to abide in him and that apart from him, we can do nothing. And that is true of anything you do in life, whether it's a job, um, a professional job where you're seen or the job of motherhood where much of the time you are not seen. So my encouragement would be um, the battle belongs to the Lord because it is a battle. It's a spiritual battle that you are fighting on very severe fronts in this day and age. Your identity belongs to the Lord and the outcome belongs to the Lord. Um, I think there is this unspoken deal that sometimes we make with um, the Lord that if we homeschool and if we go home and we raise our kids, that everything will turn out great. And that's just not the truth. Um, You know, sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. But the battle, your identity and the outcome all belong to the Lord and it is in his hands and he is bigger than the struggles we are looking at. He is bigger than the culture. He is bigger than the fact that you may feel like you don't know what you're doing. He is bigger than the um, problems that we have with our identity when we think that we're not enough. He is enough. We're not enough, but he is. So my encouragement would just be um, cling to the Lord. He knows what he's telling you to do. He knows what provision he has laid aside for you around the corner that you don't see. Um, Cling to the Lord, trust in the Lord, hope in the Lord. There is nothing else than that, really. No matter what you do, whether you're doing a job for the Lord in a professional way that you're seen, or if you are feeling like you're completely unseen in motherhood much of the time, he is there and hope and trust in him. There is no one but him. And I know you would agree with that. (laughs) Oh, yes, I I totally agree with that. I am blessed and honored that the results of everything that I put as as a mother in my kids have a wonderful result, uh, results, but you, you're right about it. Uh, I am I'm honored and privileged, and I bless the Lord that mm-hmm. I train my kids in the Lord from a younger age, and they were strong in the Lord to go to schools like SMU, my first daughter, like mm-hmm. me, Harvard Law School, my second daughter, Air Force Academy, Academy wow. my and to graduate and and to be in a business area now and serve the Lord and be a blessing to uh-huh. others. Uh-huh. Uh, but you're right. We don't have to look at the results because the results are not ours. In fact, yes. many people are saying to me, how in the world you managed to do this? And I'm telling them the truth. I was so scared and so petrified mm. that I will mess up three lives. Yeah. Then I grabbed God's hand and I said, Lord, I need your help. I uh-huh. need you to help me because a single mom, it, it, it's a very hard job to work. 
and also work uh, as a mother all the time. So, but he did an excellent job. And even if you feel like your child is rebellious or you did everything, what it counts is what you invested in them at one point or another. The Bible tells us, train a child uh, in the way of the Lord. And at one point they will return to the Lord. The Lord knows that, yeah. but it's important. What I will say, and, and I admire you so much, and all the mothers that are uh, homeschooling and staying home and, and do those kind of things, you are molding the next generation of America. Uh-huh. Your job is in God's economy. Uh-huh. More important and um, I have to compare that even with a CEO in a big company that doesn't know the Lord because you are molding the life of next generation. And that is important. And I will I will encourage every Uh single mother, every mother who question am I doing the right things or seeing comparing herself or himself. You know, with uh, because sometimes uh, in, in our society, even men can stay home and a woman can go to work and everything. But they, when you compare yourself with others, and yeah, that's not a good a good thing. Well, like you said, your identity has to be in Christ. Tell yes. me, tell us about few things that you really, really to see in your 18 years old son and the rest of the, your kids that you say it's worth it no mm-hmm. matter because motherhood is 24 hours job is not nine it's yes. for the rest of your life if your kids will be married have grandkids everything the motherhood will continue Tell us a few things that you, you will say, oh, I am so blessed to be a mother. It's worth mm-hmm. it to stay home and mold my kids. Mm. Boy, that is a good question because I think, and a lot of moms can relate to this, I'm sure, that what you often see is where you're failing and um, what is discouraging. And I, I know that that is um, a plan of the enemy, too, to, to constantly replay that so that you will think that you're not doing anything good. And that's just not true. For the time that we are given to be parents, um, we have very profound influence over our children, not control, but influence. And, um, you know, I'll give you one example. My my 11-year-old son, we were at church, decided that he just wanted to um, help out some of the ushers. And I found out later from some of the ushers that they had offered him candy for having helped, you know, just pick up and um, pick up trash and separate the chairs and things like that. And one of the ushers came to me later and said that my son had told them, I don't need your candy. Um, I'm just doing this because I want to. Thank you, but I don't need that. And she said that that just impressed her so much. And it was just a blessing to see somebody else blessed by my children, by, by my child's small actions. 
And um, this woman in the church has since like just taken my son under her wing. And every time she goes to do her jobs as an, a job as an usher in the church, she'll just bring him along and she loves him. And so it's been such a neat mutual investment to see her love on him and him love on her. And so when you see things like that, you think, okay, <laughs> um, maybe what I'm saying and doing is having an impact. Um, later, um, last year, one of my daughters wanted to go to um, a hearing for a bill on um, election integrity. And she wanted to go sit in on that. And things like that, where you see that that's important to them, you think, okay, this is what I am saying and doing is having an impact. Um, but on the days when you don't have that and you don't have the um, the stories or the experiences that you think, you know, boy, I'm really, you know, hitting it out of the park. You just have to sit and listen to the voice of the Lord, truly, who's telling, you know, who will tell you, keep going. I'm helping you. Don't give up. Um, what you're doing is not in vain. Keep going. And so I think that's a message too to my um, friends out there, mother friends out there who are just like, man, I feel like I'm a huge failure. You're not a failure. Um, I, I feel like no one sees me. God sees you. I, I feel like I can't do this. I'm not as good as other moms. Every mom feels like that because the enemy will come for your vulnerabilities. He does not come for your strengths. He comes for where you are weak. The other thing I would say is the prize of any generation is the children. And that is what the culture is gunning for. You see this in every perverse and horrible thing that is marketed out there now. The prize is the children. And you as a mom and a dad have the highest influence right now over those children God has gifted you. He will provide for you. He will help for, help you. He will battle for you. Do not give up. Never, never give up. Never give up. Never give in. Oh, that is so wonderful. We're going to end it here. It's such a powerful statement for such a courageous leader like you. And I mm. hope that our listeners and our viewers will take it to heart that whatever God placed them, mm. he will equip them. He will give them the resources to be courageous leaders. Thank you, Julie, for coming here. We just um, have to end it here, but we're going to invite you again. You have so much to offer. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Virginia Prodan, her coaching program, buy her book, Saving My Assassin, or invite Virginia to speak at your events, visit virginiaprodanbooks.com.